Welcome to the F&B podcast. This is Sahith. And this is Arya. Today, we'll be discussing the true meaning of the ideal known as truth. We, we will also be discussing to what extent truth relates to reality. We will be doing this by having a civil conversation, by asking each other questions based on the topic of choice and basing conversation off the answers and ultimately form a conclusion. So I think a good way like that we always start off our podcast is kind of give a base like idea on the topic at hand. And so in this case, we'll give a base definition of truth. So for me, like a really base definition of truth is like truth to me is the reality of a situation or the reality of an outcome. So like telling the truth about something is basically stating how the reality is like just plain how it is, how it, in reality, how that situation that like had an outcome or how that situation is like in reality. So that's like, it's just basically just stating the reality of the matter. So that's my definition. So you want to give a base definition? Uh, yeah. So I, I agree with you on what you said. Um, so basically for, I think that truth means there, there are many layers of it, but first I think anything that can the most um, concrete way to think of it is anything that can be proven scientifically. Um, so there it is, it, it is, uh, the truth is that the earth revolves around the sun. Uh, that, that is, that is truth. That's a fundamental truth. Yeah. Um, although some people don't well, think, but, sorry, <laughs> I've said, although some people don't think so, but, just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you always have exceptions. So yeah. with, regarding people but and another example is it is true that um you are listening to this podcast right now mm -hmm. it is true that i am tapping the table mm -hmm. at that at this moment so those are those are things that are true and basically it can also be true whatever is um you can perceive as reality, like what I just said, like hitting this table, and this is kind of what Arya said, but like hitting this table or or picking up this pen, that is reality, and you can uh, that is truth. You can't say you can't pick up the pen and say I didn't pick up the pen. That would be considered a lie, correct? But that is it is actually a truth that you picked up the pen. Now it's kind of hard for me and Arya can maybe try to, but, and I think it's hard for everybody to kind of define exactly what truths is, truths are, because there are many truths. Like, like, how do you, um, how is it true that like, even the example that I picked up this pen, I can't really ex explain how is it true? Like, can you prove it's true? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if you're just, of course, like you, 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 you people listening won't have like the, the um, visual cue to know that uh, Sahid is telling the truth. But if you, rather, okay, just, so just for the simplicity's sake, so I'm speaking right now, mm -hmm. and I think almost universally everybody agrees. But as you said, there are exceptions. But almost universally, every everybody agrees that it is true that it is a truth that I'm speaking right now. Mm -hmm. How can you prove that? Is basically what I'm asking. How can I prove that you're speaking right now? Yeah. How can you prove that's true? 
What do you mean? There's evidence. You need to have evidence, and there's evidence. So the evidence is what you hearing it and yeah. So so I think what I'm trying to say is that it all comes down to like your experience, like reality. And what what I mean by reality is you like consciously experiencing the moment, basically. Well, no, because as long as there's like suitable ev- evidence, could be like a written report, like yeah, like, that's a different kind of like like um. Like I've like said, I know that the sun is the center of the, like, or the earth revolves the sun. I haven't gone firsthand and seen like yeah, camped on space. That's exactly I've, what I was about to say. Like they're yeah. different truth. Like that's a proven scientific truth. Yeah. But how can you prove something like me just speaking right now? Because well, there is no witness. mathematical proof. Yeah. For these types of things where it's yeah. like not significant, you have to witness it. So either yeah, like me right now or like people listening. Yeah. I mean, like, your dad, who's at work, doesn't know that you're speaking right now. I was telling Sahith spoke at 5.30 p.m. He he has no reason to believe me. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, but for these types of insignificant truths, I think you have to experience it firsthand or, like, through a recording or whatever. Something. But it is, it is still it true evidence. that I spoke at 5.30, right? Yeah. How is it true? Well, it's true to certain people. So, so truth can be relative. Yeah, this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It can't, no, that's what I'm saying. I, so, so let me ask you this. We'll come back to this. Because mm-hmm. um, this kind of actually, I was going to ask you this, but I guess I'll just ask it now. Can, mm-hmm. are certain truths, are certain truths relative dep- depending on the person, uh, time, place, experience, etc.? Yeah. Really? could you give like an example like 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 the one i just gave like like i'm speaking right now isn't that true across the board no matter the person yeah it is true across the board but like yeah. certain there's like probably of like a majority of the world has no reason to believe it though but it's still true yeah it's still it's true. not you the truth can be that that we live in a simulation that no yeah. one has to believe it but it's a truth it yeah exactly truth. i'm not yeah. saying it is but let's say it somehow is the truth then yeah yeah so that so so you don't think the truth can be relative by any means right it can't be you know so there are no relative truths so um yeah, just because someone doesn't believe in a truth doesn't make the truth relative. The truth is still 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. It's reality. Yeah, I looked up some examples of relative truth. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, this is just... Um, uh, mm-hmm. So the the opposite. So I'm reading off her website right now. Mm-hmm. It says the opposite of absolute truth is relative truth. To say that something is relatively true means that it can be true for one person, not for another. So I, you under, based on what I said by relative, you took it as that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when it says, so true for one person, untrue for the other. Yeah, that's what relative truth they're basically saying. That's what they define it as. The Mm -hmm. example they give is, if Kenna had said, quote, the bird is beautiful, um, end quote, and Nathan had replied, quote, the bird is ugly, end quote, Mm -hmm. 
they could have both told the truth because beauty is a matter of opinion. It's a relative truth. Well, I don't, in my eyes, that isn't even a truth. Because that's like subject, like, like how? Exactly. Yeah. It's something that's subjective. That's like an opinion. That's not a truth. Mm-hmm. So there is no truth because that those types of stuff like that's subjective to like your view that there's never a truth to that. It's just all subjective. Truth is like, like hard evidence. Like you can't disprove it. Okay. Now let me give you an example of absolute truth. I think this is much easier, but. Okay. So an absolute truth yeah. is something that is true at all times and in all places. Yeah. It is something that is always true no matter what the circumstances. Mm-hmm. For example, there are no round squares. Agree. Yeah. So I, I agree. I'm trying to find like examples of relative truth. So. Yeah, that bird one was like that was more subjective. That wasn't really. But then, is there even a relative relative truth in quotations that isn't subjective? I don't think so. I'm trying to look for examples to try to debunk our own stuff. That's why these episodes are kind of hard because we don't have anybody who thinks the other way. Yeah. So, so like, we're trying to look for the other argument. But it it helps and build our argument anyway. Yeah. Let me try another example. You know, I feel like when you make it a relative truth, it isn't even a truth anymore. Yeah, like the definition of relative truth is utterances about values. So if it's about values and morals, then that doesn't. Yeah. So I'm on uh, gotquestions.org, and basically it's it's basically saying like what we're saying. When someone says that the truth is relative, what they normally mean is that there's no absolute truth. So in that case, like in our example, that means it's not a truth anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, so like, I, I, yeah. I, have a, I go ahead. Yeah. So just, there just gives an example, like a huge example of relative truth is like someone saying God exists for you, but not for me. That that's a that's basically that's basically a relative truth. Like because there's no way of disproving God exists or doesn't exist. But like no one gravity is not a relative truth because no one can go up to you and say gravity works for you, but not for me. It works for everyone. Gravity mm-hmm. is like hard proven so like yeah it's like it's all like relative like subjective based on morals basically that's all relative truth it's not even a truth anymore but yeah you can go ahead sorry yeah so i have this website str.org um stand to reason.org uh so it says the truth of subjective claim a claim of, of preference such as rocky road is a mo- uh, is the most delicious ice cream is a rel- is relative to the person, the subject making the claim. Yeah. So a preference claim can be quote true for me, but not for you. Mm-hmm. But Jeremiah is right that the atheist example above is not a preference claim. Claim, the claim is an objective one. When the atheist says my hair is black, the my is referring to himself, and the claim that his hair is black is either true or false for everyone. Correct. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's true for him, let's call him John, that John's hair is black. It's true for everyone else that John's hair is black. Yeah. Here's the one the confusion comes in. When you apply that same claim, mm-hmm. my hair is black, to another person and say that exact same claim is now false, 
and therefore an example of relativism. Here is um, simply equivocating uh, on the word my. By that, I mean you're smuggling in two different definitions of the word my. I, I stopped following when they said... Yeah, I don't even know what they're trying to say. One second. If you tell another person my hair is there, it works. Actually, let me... Let, I, I actually came up with my own example. I just thought of one. So okay. I think um, most people know that if you read a book, any book, there are multiple interpretations of the book. Correct. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Well, maybe not any book, but certain books. I think any book. There actually, in fact, there's an infinite amount of interpretations. Interpretation I, meaning like the the, the 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 sort of what do you mean? What is up for interpretation when you read a book? Like what 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 do you what do you mean? So like you could walk into a bookstore and just uh, you could take the first book you see, like um, mm -hmm. like a cookbook, say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You open up the cookbook, you look at some recipe, yeah. it gives you the ingredients. Yeah. You can take the ingredients and you can think of it as you can make it some magical potion and say it's some mythical object. Like there are an infinite, you can do an infinite amount of things with just any piece of literature or any words, sentences, or a book altogether. It's like you can get a different meaning from the book. Exactly. Like there, I believe there are okay. infinite amount of meaning. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's all subjective. So how would you distinguish which is the truth in all those interpretations and the false and subjective? Well, there is no one truth then in that case. So you don't think there can be one truth, uh, the right interpretation of a specific um well actually no i think it's based on what the author intended it to be yeah that's a good answer but also um uh but like okay take the bible for example yeah or the quran or something like that yeah uh there it's it's such a problem now right when when people are talking about the bad things and the or the the barbaric things in the Quran or the Bible, such as like slavery and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. Then, then the the religious people or the believers will come out and say, like, "Well, you're just interpreting it wrong. You have to. You're not thinking in the terms of what it actually means." So, like, how do you come to a conclusion on something like that? Like, what exactly is the truth on those things? I think for those, those are like, any, there is no truth to those things. Cause like, like you said, you can use any which line, like in the Bible, for example, to, to justify your case. Like there's, there's a bunch of different like things that contradict each other. So you can always justify anything with those types of like scripts, scriptures and all that. So I, and again, like since the authors are unknown, I don't even think you can go. And there's no, is there really one overarching theme of the Bible? Not really. It's just a bunch of different morals and stuff, and like the Old Testament. Yeah, I guess so. The New Testament is Jesus's life. Yeah, I believe, and then Old Testament's uh, it's a bunch of stories. Yeah, but no, I uh, for me, those books, there's like no real truth because the whole thing is subjective. Like it's almost like the bird example. Like if you take one line of the Bible and you use it to like 
justify something, but then someone else can say, no, that doesn't justify it. Like, it's almost like there is no truth in those books. Like, it's, none of it's Actually, true. Let me give you an example. So in um, the Bible, there's a story of Abel and Cain. You know about that, right? No. Abel and Cain. So, so like, Abel and Cain are brothers. And just to be so brief about it, Abel and Cain are brothers, and uh, Cain kills Abel. Mm-hmm. So you can read it like that. And this is an extreme example. I don't think anybody argues this, but this is just to make it very simple. Otherwise, I guess it's very complicated. Uh, maybe we can dig out some specific examples later. But so, mm-hmm. so most people, if not all, agree that in the story, Abel, uh, Cain kills Abel. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, someone could argue that, oh no, 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 Abel, uh, Cain didn't kill Abel. He simply injured him horribly. And I think you might be wondering, well, it says like killed in the text. I don't know. I didn't, I don't know the exact wording of it, but mm-hmm. somehow it clearly states using just hardcore words with hardcore like definitions that you cannot argue with or that yeah. is totally unreasonable to argue with. Mm-hmm. But the people still, they say, oh, 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 no, that's not what they mean by that. And I think actually I understand what the, article that i was reading out loud before means by like different definitions of the word my like these people are like changing the definition of the words but then they're not they're they're straying from the truth that's not relative truth they're just delusional but what's to say that the definition that they're proposing is different from the one that we are well, if the sentence has the doesn't have the same context anymore, then they're obviously changing with the definition quite a bit. Well, I don't understand. What do you What do you mean? Wait. So, can you say your question again? So, who's what is there to say that so for something in literature, for example, that yeah. someone else is that whether they mean one versus the entire other human population, what is to say their definition of the word is incorrect from? the other definition in the world that everybody else agrees with. Well, the one that's used by most people is probably going to be like written in a dictionary and is like the most accurate one now. I mean, accurate, like that's like, it's like accurate based on like the founding people of literature. So like Mm -hmm. based on their, what they've written in the dictionaries and all that, the one person's definition is not matching that. So it's wrong. It's not the truth. So basically, I think like in order to do stuff like with the literature, we have to be able to put out cert- like like a hardcore thing uh, that everybody must follow. And I think we do do this, but it gets complicated when it's many words and many things mm-hmm. clumped together, like a whole book and then interpreting a whole book. Yeah. And for example, like take the SAT, like yeah. the reading, the reading uh, book section. Reading section and passages in the section yeah. like the one of the questions that they're like general questions something like that right hmm. um and then they'll ask you what is the general uh, like what topic or general what, what would they say general like main idea of the paragraph. main idea of the passage and then they give you options and some of them are like very closely linked and like i find like how like, this is just an example. How would you prove that one is right over the other? Exactly. 
So like, cause you, you can go like, obviously you're not, you can, you don't have the ability. Once you take the test, you don't have the ability to go after and then argue with the people who created the test. Yeah. But tech in, in, in essence, you could technically argue for your position. Yeah. Like if you have enough evidence, if you're picking something that's just really stupid, then no, no, I know. I'm talking about like reasonably close in definition. Yeah. And not definition and, um, Con- like meaning. Yeah, meaning, I guess. Yeah. Message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, like, that's why I think, like, just literature is... Like, like, actually, let me give you the most, like, basic example. So, the story is a girl goes to the grocery market and buys bananas and milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the question is, what is the main idea of the... Um, Okay, actually, no. The girl goes to the grocery market, a grocery store, and buys eggs, milk, and banana, and then she drives back to home. Um, and then she drives back home. And then the main idea questions are like A. I'm just going to give A and B. A, the main idea is the girl, um, the story is about the girl buying the eggs and the whatever I listed. And then B is the girl. Uh, the 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 trip that the girl made between the grocery store and her house. So, like, what is the answer? A or Me B? personally, I would say it's the the grocery, like buying of the milk and stuff. Why? Because that was like the bulk of the context, I guess. But again, you could argue for both because there's like no clear answer. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Just curiosity. If it was on a test, like a question like that, yeah. it's like, see, I don't even know. I'd probably go with A as well, but like, yeah. you can make a very good argument for B. Exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can make a very good argument. Because if the author went out of their way to claim that like they drove home, then that must be important. Yeah, exactly. That's actually why I added the, I changed it the second time around. Yeah. Yeah. So just to recap kind of what we talked about. So can truths be relative? Can certain truths be relative? I still don't think so. It's not a truth anymore. Same, exactly, for me. For something for me to be true, or that, that sounds stupid, but for me to be true, but for something to be true, I think it must be like... Universal. Universal, true for every, Like two plus two equals four. That's universal. Anybody who argues with that? Well, okay, but like there are universal truths like COVID... People think, okay, Science. if you say like, um, COVID is real, like it was a real virus, that's a, that's like universally known. I mean, but it's not universally accepted because there's still people who like, okay, so yeah, okay, I'll give you this example. So COVID, so COVID is like proven to be a real virus, whatever, deadly, but it's not universally accepted because there's a lot there's a large population of idiots in our country who say it was like engineered in the lab. Does that make it a relative truth? No, 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 absolutely. I don't even know why I, th- I was thinking of like what you said exactly. But no, no, no. Uh, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. The truth is- there's, there's one it's not it doesn't even go into the category of where it has to be universally accepted because there's like data to back it up yeah so that's when i'm coming so so truth that we can prove scientifically mathematically etc that truth 
it, it, I don't care if one person believes it and yeah. thinks it and everybody else is false, but it's somehow proven, uh, uh, tr like scientifically, mathematically true that yeah. one person is right every time. Yeah. If it's like, proven scientifically and mathematically, then like, how are you going to deny it? Mm -hmm. I mean, people still do. But yeah. Like you said, with the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll, as I said, you'll always have exceptions. Yeah. You'll <laughs> always have exceptions. There's like, there's never not going to be exceptions, unfortunately, because people are free thinking. I mean, let me just ask you that. <laughs> can you name one thing that everybody I know you can't know for sure but that you are very close to um, knowing for sure 100% that everybody universally agrees on 2 plus 2 is 4 literally like those types of simple things like you don't think there's a single person out there who would argue with that there cannot I can go on this stupid rant saying who's to say 2 plus 2 is 4 like, why is it two? Why isn't why isn't two plus three four? Yeah, but yeah, I guess there's there's always going to be one person that is like against it. So I guess there's nothing that's universally believed in, like every single person on the planet. Actually, and this leads me to ask you another question. It's kind of a uh, off topic, yeah. but I actually wanted to ask you this, but. Um, it may take up the rest of the episode is, okay. do you think, um, and take time to actually like really think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think math was invented or discovered? It's a pretty good question. I think it was invented. Why? It was it was created to help create solutions to modern like natural issues and understand the world. Yeah, like I don't think math was like like what? how would it even be discovered? How does that even work? Because some people say it's like the language of the universe. If you know. yeah, yeah. So but like, how would it be discovered? If we were to somehow interact with ten other. Um, let me ask you that if we were to somehow interact with 10 other alien civilizations and we figured we, they all used math to understand the universe, the exact same math we use like two plus two equals four and so forth. Then what do you say it was invented? Uh, sorry, discovered. Or would you still stick with invented? Well, in that scenario, it's discovered then. Why? Because it's been, it was already there. It was just the language used. So then it was just, uh, discovered it wasn't invented but wait invented by humans or just invented in general by even the aliens invented like 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 someone invented a, a phone so yeah. someone invented math no yes someone did invent math okay i actually i agree with you too yeah because like I, but I can actually i can see the are the argument though yeah that's a good argument actually Wait, I don't, I still, I actually know. I still don't understand the other side's argument. Can you explain it? So, like, it's hard to explain, but once you kind of get it, it's easy to see. But, like, is there, like, you can ask yourself, is there any way we could understand anything else in the, about the universe without math? 
No, probably not. So it must be somehow fundamental. And is it possible that humans create something so fundamental that it is the only way to understand the universe? I would start to say, yeah. Why? I mean, humans could just, humans didn't have, it's not like humans were put to understand the entire universe. Humans could have existed as a race without using math and understanding the universe. It's just that it so happened to be that they did discover it and it was invented. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Or? Yeah, I agree. So, so I, I just looked up uh, like arguments for math was discovered. Mm -hmm. So let me just see. You can look this up too. So that like, um, Okay, so this specific uh, document says... Well, are you on the MCPSM? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to download it, but I just like reading a little excerpt of it. Yeah. It says, if the universe disappeared, there would be no mathematics in the same way there would be no football, tennis, chess, or any set of rules with relational structures that we can try. Mm -hmm. Mathematics is not discovered, it is invented. Yeah. So I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that too. But um, arguments. But then, like people can argue, like a, a good example that comes to mind is like the Fibonacci sequence. You can go ahead and explain that to them. Why? So I don't know. I I'm not familiar like anymore with the exact definition. I just know it's like a sequence of like spirals and patterns in nature that like represents a mathematical sequence. So people could say that like these sequences have been around before humans could comprehend them. They were just in the form of uh, patterns. But my argument would be they're not even mathematical sequences then because they're just patterns that happen to fit into the Fibonacci sequence. So Yeah, and that's the other argument I remember now. Like certain things, like I can't, I can't describe it well, but I think you were kind of describing it well. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, the there's something with like the I can't recall now, but like the prime numbers. Yeah, I've heard, I, yeah, I remember that. Like, do you know exactly? Like, I, I don't. I just I've heard of it. Like something about the prime numbers there. I can't exactly remember, but. Yeah. Is, yeah. Go ahead. I, I can't find the exact argument like that, uh, the prime numbers. But like, um, I guess you could argue that if Matt, if two plus two equals four, and that's a fact, mm -hmm. then how was it invented? Well, numbers were invented and counting and that stuff. It's not like it wasn't discovered. But like, so so if you take um, okay, if you, if it, let's say like a caveman before math had like two rocks and then he gathered two more and he realized 
that he has more rocks because he doesn't even know like two and two and four. Yeah, he did two plus two is four, but he didn't he didn't comprehend that it was two plus two equals four. He just happened to do it. Mm -hmm. But now like the invention of numbers and like uh, quantifying things and like actually giving stuff a quantity and counting it. Then in that if that caveman, then you could actually say, okay, I need four rocks. I'm going to get two and get two more. It's not just by just, it doesn't just happen. He's able to comprehend it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, objects and like the quantity of objects always exist. I mean, like, like there, there's like 20 dinosaurs living. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that there wasn't 20. It just means that there's no way of like expressing that it was 20. But mm -hmm. yeah, when exactly. apples, yeah, when numbers were created, then you could quantify it. Yeah, exactly. And I, so, so, so maybe what we used to, like we said, numbers, like to quantify certain things. And that's what most people consider math. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but you were saying like the dinosaur, they're like, we're able to say 20 because we're, we have the ability to quantify it now, but like a, like a caveman, I know dinosaurs weren't around, yeah. but just for the sake of argument, like yeah. if, he count, if he, if he saw, and there were objectively 20 dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Isn't that the, the fact of counting 20, like a fact, like something that has to be discovered. You can't like, invent counting the 20. No, but you can't even count if you don't have numbers. You, he just, he, he won't even, he won't even like, okay, he'll say one dinosaur and there's another dinosaur and there's another, he won't quantify it. He'll be like one. Okay. There's another. So two, so there's another, he'll just recognize it. He won't. Yeah. Like, yeah I get what you're saying, but yeah. But even if the language is different, like, like, and let's say we meet an alien civilization, they see yeah. the same 20 dinosaurs, but yeah. they're able to quantify as you're saying, or understand that they're. Maybe they don't call it 20. Maybe they call it something else. Mm -hmm. But they're able to identify there's a certain amount of dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. That's it, They may say it differently than, than we do, but mm -hmm. they're able to recognize it. Mm -hmm. Isn't that itself mathematics? Them recognizing that there are this many things? Yeah, that, because they can classify it. But just recognizing it's there isn't math. Like if an okay, if, if an alien goes and like recognizes there's twenty, but it has a different word for twenty, it's still quantifying it. If a caveman just realizes there there's a there's dinosaurs that that that's not math, he's just observing. He's just using his senses. Like I don't, know, it's like hard to explain, kind of. <laughs> yeah, you know, I understand what you're saying, but I'm not able to articulate it well. Like, like. It goes back, like, this is why it came to my head. Like, it goes back to the kind of truth thing. It is a fact, it is truth that there are 20 dinosaurs, correct? Yeah. In the group. Yeah. 20 dinosaurs. Yeah. So, it ha the fact that it is true that there are 20 dinosaurs has to mean that the mathematics is somehow like. Oh, so are you saying. I don't know if this is what you're leading to, but I thought of a cool example. Like, before math. Before math was invented and there's a herd of 20 dinosaurs, is it the truth that there are 20 dinosaurs there? Exactly. Like, like, like yeah. let me ask you this question too, because like it would lead to exactly what I'm saying. Are all truths discovered? Do truths have to be discovered? 
like the only way to find a truth is through discovery. It can't, you can't invent a truth. I would have to say that it has to be discovered. You can't really invent one. Yeah, because I can't think of an example of inventing a truth. Well, I mean, couldn't you actually, couldn't you classify like the example of you talking at five? There isn't a you technically inventing the truth. That's not discovered. You just happen to talk. That's technically invention. I don't understand what, what, what? Like the example of you talking at 5.30 is the truth. Like you spoke at 5.30 p.m. That's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't discovered by you. There's, I mean, like, I don't even know how to phrase it. Like, how can you discover you talking at 5.30? Okay, just, Actually, no. like, okay that's no, too no. abstract, I think. Well, like take the example of, um, it is like the, like the easiest one, that the earth revolves around the sun. Yeah, yeah. It can only be discovered. That has to be dis- that truth. Exactly, has to yeah, be yeah. I agree. It only ha- truth can only be discovered. Yeah. Wait, but what would I have a question? The hell? I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dog is running rampages. Okay, I have a question for you. So, bef- let's say you're before math is invented, and there's no quantifying. So you're back where. Like you're a caveman. I know, like you said, they don't live with dinosaurs or anything. But they can't like quantify that there's there's an amount of dinosaurs. If there's a herd of twenty dinosaurs, and this is before math, so it's just a herd to them. Is is the fact that there are twenty dinosaurs there a truth? Yes, I I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's stupid to say I think so. It's a truth. It's a truth before it's been discovered exactly like, yeah that's the other thing are there truths that are so far undiscovered is yeah that's tru- definitely- like the simulation one is it true that it may be true that we're living in a simulation just yeah. we haven't discovered it yet. and there may it may be true that there's like far more civilized uh lifestyles or life like life forms in us and like other planets it's just undiscovered so i think truths can be undiscovered so yeah <laughs> we agreed on everything like pro- exactly and I think like the idea that the, the the truths can be undiscovered but are still there and there are still truths, mm-hmm. I think that actually argues in defense of that uh, math is invented rather than discovered because we just u- we're just using math again. Yeah. I agree that math is invented, not discovered. I think yeah. we're just using math to discover those truths. Yeah, but yeah, that could be a good argument for math was discovered. Yeah, and basically, if you ask. Um, is math invented? Then I, you have to ask this question. Is math truth? Based on what we know, yes, but it could be false. So I don't even understand what it means. If, so so we agreed that um, certain truths are undiscovered but are still truths. Um, mm-hmm. And that we just use, invented math to understand and discover those truths. Mm-hmm. So if math is invented and we agreed that truths can't be necessarily invented, then math isn't a truth by that definition, correct? And if you disagree, tell me. Like, and like, because I don't even know where I stand on the like. Like, <laughs> I did not think of that. Then that means math ha- either math is not a truth or math has to had to have been discovered. Exactly. So I or to support or, argument. Or or truths can be invented. One yeah, of our and points then we have to tear it all down and start from scratch. <laughs> kind of like
Because to support our argument, we have to say that it's not a truth, really, man. Jeez, that's... Now I think about it, I think truths can be invented. Like, like give me an example. Other than math? Give me the, yeah. I don't even know exactly. Okay, so I'm just crossing off things. So the three things that we, the three loopholes that we have now, either... Let me write them down. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Either math isn't the truth. Hold on, math isn't truth mm-hmm. or math was discovered or finally yeah, math was discovered or finally truths can be invented so when you look at the so basically if we're able to say three is correct Mm-hmm. Then we can say that one that math can be um, in, uh, that math is a truth, even though it's invented. And then we can decline two, which was our original claim of math was discovered. But to do that would again have to. I know our original claim was math was invented. Yeah, we declined we the fact that math was discovered. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but in order to do that again, we have to somehow prove no, that but- truth can be invented. I think the saying that number three truths uh, truths cannot be invented. I think if we switch that to truths can be invented because now that that solves the other two loopholes, doesn't it? So, so by saying truths can be invented, it proves that math is invented in some sense. And math and, is a truth. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think truths can be invented because give if me we an example. Okay, so if you're a caveman, okay. Mm-hmm. And this is before math. Again, we'll go back to the rock example. You have he has two rocks. He brings two more. He doesn't know what he's doing. Does he or does he not have four rocks? Even though math he has matter. four, like like again, we can't like you said, and you put nicely, we can't quantify it. But but it's that that the fact that there's four rocks there is a truth that hasn't been discovered yet. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we agreed on before. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah but the fact that now we can quantify that with math mm-hmm. means that, we, that math is invented yeah exactly so but if it's the truth that, that there's four yeah but but we just well we're what i think i'm trying to say is we just used we invented math to under to quantify and understand that there are four rocks so in some, basically what I'm trying to say is math truly isn't true. It's is true it in ter- it's true in terms of quantifying and understanding the truth. And I don't, I don't know. How, what do you, con- I can't, I don't. I feel like math. And therefore like it a, is true. Math is like a catalyst to the truth. Math, it helps us understand. Math it. itself is not a truth. Math, yeah. math helps you understand truth. That's okay, what I'm trying to say. In that sense, then, then. Our loopholes are kind of correct. Like we were kind of like a little bit wrong. Like we said math is the truth. It's math is the enabler to the truth. Enabler. No, but you can't have something that's completely false be an enabler. That means math has to be the truth. Actually, so this goes on another thing. <laughs> are truths are there is there only a hundred percent truth and zero percent no like yeah. no truth? Or is there some spectrum? If it's in between, then it's subjective. 
All right. So math is either zero or it's definitely not subjective. We can agree on yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So it's either a hundred or zero. Yeah. So I think, I think it's a hundred. Like I think math is a truth. So it's a true math. You just said, but what? I thought you said it's not true. It's just a catalyst. To yeah. Discount. But like, then I said, like, you can't have something that's false be a catalyst for the truth, can you? Why not? Then, then the truth that the catalyst is proving is not the truth. Why not? If math is completely false, okay, let's say math is a false catalyst, and, like, for some reason, two is one. So now the caveman has, what, two rocks. And that's what I, was th I always think of it like that's that. That's false. No, but no, but that that's that's a that's language. That's not math. That because I I thought of this too, and I realized it doesn't make sense. It seemed like such a great like contradictory statement, but like it doesn't. That's purely language. You can call two one, like yeah. like two pens pens. Wait, then is there any way? Then no matter how you say math, as long as everything is changed relatively, it's always true. Exactly, and that's the argument they use for yeah, so math, math being discovered. So. That's so, the, listen, that's the argument they use for math being discovered. And like I said, if you meet 10 other civilizations, if they just have a different language for the math. No, but the thing is, like, the caveman won't even have a language, will he? He won't even comprehend that there's that. Yeah, that's different. That's just because he's, he's incapable of it. Exactly. So math wasn't discovered. It was invented. I think we're making the error, though, that just because some at a certain point in time, a human being doesn't know. Uh, something that it means it's it's invented they invented it a caveman didn't know that the earth revolved around the sun yeah yeah doesn't mean we invented the fact that the earth revolves around the sun but i feel like that's different because that's like a hard truth like you can go out to space if you really wanted to and see it math is this like is more abstract math is like abstract exactly it's like you but now we're going back to 100% truth and 0% truth. Or are you just saying it's more hard to conceptualize math? It's 100% true, but yeah, it's more hard to conceptualize it. It's different from like seeing if the sun is, is being revolved around by the earth. It's different than that type of truth. But it's definitely a truth. Math? Yeah. It's a truth, and it also enables the truth. But by saying it's a truth, then you say truths can, and you agree that that math is invented still. Yeah. So then you're now you're saying truths can be invented. In, in I guess I am. Yeah. Can I'm you give me one example of truths yeah. being invented other than math, and then I, I think I can actually agree with that if it's logical. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It's hard. I feel like the easy way to get out of this whole thing is just say math is like a catalyst. But then that wouldn't make sense because math has to be a truth. But hold on, I'm, I'm trying to think of an idea. Okay, yeah, so you can continue, sorry. I'm still thinking. What were you thinking? I, I lost it. Like an example that's not math of truth yeah. invented. Mm -hmm. mm, I'll, I'll think of, actually, I think you want to. I mean, you did bring up the point of like the, uh, 
like how can you like I just invented speaking right now at this moment kind of thing mm-hmm. but that, that somehow doesn't make sense I can't even explain it's hard to articulate <laughs> the funny thing is I haven't even gotten to the the real question I wanted to ask you, but we'll get to that. Let's just keep thinking about this. Okay, I think I literally don't I think truth is discovered, which means like I can't think of a single way truth is not discovered. So that means math is not not completely the truth, it's just the catalyst that enable us to get the truth. It has some truth. Math by itself is not tr- like a solid truth. It is a hundred percent accurate, but it's not a solid truth. It like it's accurate, which allows us to form like discover truth. Yeah, yeah. It just helped. It, it was invent. We invented it to help us discover undiscovered yeah. truths. Exactly. Yeah. And understand them. Okay. So so so, so Matt so. <laughs> So math isn't a truth, just to put it, even though it goes way deeper, just to put it concretely, to get our number one question out, math isn't a truth, correct? Not fully, no. It's not like a tangible truth or whatever, like a solid. What? Like, like it's a catalyst. So it, it, it's either it isn't truth or it, it is, like, because we kind of okay, define can that. Something, can something be, like, accurate, 100% accurate without being the truth? That's a whole other question. <laughs> yeah, that's what, when you said math is accurate. That actually went through my head. So, so if something is accurate, does it does it necessarily mean it's true? If something is what? If something is accurate, does that mean it's true? Yeah. Like like a hundred percent accurate. Mm-hmm. Then it's true. Mm. So then, but, math must but be things true. that are true, not all true things are the come. I feel like there's a difference between true and truth. If something is true, no, but that, okay, so, okay, if, okay, can we agree on this? Math is 100% accurate. Yes, yeah. So it is true. You know, the way out of it, the, the, now I'm thinking of it, math might just be discovered at this point. Yeah, if it's a complete truth. But I'm somehow feeling now that truth. I, can be I actually thought of a good example. Out. Like, okay, maybe the cave. Who knows? Who am I to say that the caveman wasn't having some language to like quantify it? Who? I'm just making an assumption. Okay, no, no, no. we can agree that the caveman. Okay, okay. no, I can't. Like, what about like gravity? What about it? That's a concept of math. That was like discovered. It wasn't invented. No, but the, the 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 fact of gravity act, like actually yeah, you're right. I, in reality, that is there, and then we just use math to uh, understand it more and actually quantify, as you say. Well, actually, are you sure? Because when you think, like, if a dinosaur, they choose one mate, one right? They know to have one. Hmm. So they're quantifying it like and also i know that a lot of dinosaurs like they they like they know how many of their like they're 
because often like they'll have like birth to like 10 babies and like only like five of them will survive they know how many they've lost so like and like if dinosaurs are able to pick out one mate if they're not mating, just animals or in general or like like you know, like a wolf or something yeah so they already were quantifying things but what do you mean? Did they come up with the language? like Some sort of thing. They knew that they needed one mate. However, they said one. If they said like, I don't know, if they said like goth or like one or something in their brain, like some roar meant one mate. Like they knew they needed one. And that could have one mean like one meaning like singular, like singular in like our language, but that could have meant something else in their language. But they knew they knew they needed singular. That's, what I'm that, that's lang that's a language issue. Yeah, so like it's all related to language actually. That goes back to the alien civilization. So they, they, math may say, they may say a hundred, their a hundred might be equivalent to R one. So then math was just discovered. It's the language that messes up everything. It was a language that was invented. So yeah, I think I can actually agree. So the funda like like the fundamental like <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's so hard because then fundamentals it, of math like quantity just the being of quantity was always there that was discovered but the way to classify it like one two that was invented mm -hmm. the language aspect was invented but the fundamentals but, were discovered but if that was invented, then how are we able to do so? So that's the most basic example of math, like counting. Then yeah. you can go all the way to like calculus and like insane physics and stuff that rely absolutely without with the, on that foundation. And without that foundation, it's, it's you can't do that level of physics and understand. But we use that basic um, uh, foundation of like what you said is we just it's a language. We use mm -hmm. that language to do in like insane calculations that actually tell us the truth about the universe yeah so what we invented can actually tell us yeah i guess it's just a tool like <laughs> so so you know how the electron has a spin either yeah. like like different spins yeah and we used we use math as a link, like one like half spin, like negative half spin, half spin, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um we the one the half, like the one over two, like this is so concrete and technical, but that we we invented, right? That's just the language we use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one over two. For, for another alien civilization, they may describe that as a thousand over or you know, they, they may describe that as fifty nine over sixty one. They might not even use numbers, they may use like symbols. They may use like triangle over square. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's all language aspect. But the the fact that everyone knows that that's half, like like that's like, not that's like, like the yeah, yeah. Well, like the fact that they know like that this is like would be a half a turn or something like that. Yeah, right? the fact that they know it's not a whole, but it's one equal section of a whole. That mm -hmm. like another side. That that's that's the math. That's that what. So that's what we define. We're defining as math, right? Yeah, that was. But then we have to go with it's discovered. It was that part was discovered, and the part the language to understand to, to quantify almost that is invented. Yeah. Okay, so so we I basically said because that like that completely goes with our wait a minute, but then so, so let's define no, no, that. No. I think so. We're, so we're saying this right? Are we still saying that truths um are only discovered? Yes. No, let me just so add. Then, 
So then is the language we use like one, two, three, that's not the truth then. The language is... Yeah, so that's why I was going to ask you, define math for me. What is math? Is math the two plus two equals four uh-huh. or is math the 20 dinosaurs you see? Like, mm-hmm. like you can't quantify it, but there are 20. Yes, that. That's what uh, math is? No. Isn't that just observation? Math is like the conscious... If a caveman needs four logs, he goes and gets four. That's math. He doesn't he doesn't have a way to represent like say it's four. He doesn't have a language to say it's four, but <sighs> the fact that he, he like knows the quantity, that's math. So yeah, okay, yeah. That's math then. So yeah. then we can say math that form of math is a truth, correct? Yeah. And then the language is subjective. Exactly. Uh, not subjective. Yeah, subject kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm trying. So if we define math as the caveman stuff, yeah. then we get to that is the truth. Yeah. And if that is the truth, truth still cannot be invented. Yeah. Because that was simply discovered. Yeah. And then therefore math is discovered. Yeah. That <laughs> definition of math is discovered. Yeah. The other the definition of like it. like two plus two, that's invented just to understand and quantify this to this definition of math. Yeah, and that's all subjective. Because who's to say that one plus one is two? <laughs> it sounds stupid. <laughs> that's exactly what I said earlier. Remember, yeah. <laughs> we were making fun. But of when like, you say that, you mean like the language of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like fundamentally, right. one plus one is two. You take yeah, no, one, like, yeah, two singular things. Now you have two. Like yeah. I, I mean, like you have double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fundamentals is correct, but the language, like, who's to say? <laughs> okay, we so. 180. Huh? We pretty much went, like, 180 degrees on our beliefs. I mean, we completely changed the belief that math was invented. Yeah. That's pretty cool. At least by our definition. Now, this may hold, this whole thing may blow up or not hold true. Not Our opinions may not hold true based on how you define math. Yeah. But like, if you define math by the two plus two equals four, like who's to say then that that's like, like then it's invented. But then if it's like what we describe with the caveman stuff, then it's discovered. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So that solidifies that one. Now, finally, the question I've been wanting to ask you since the beginning, since the very beginning is so. And th- th- this would may this may also blow up our whole thing we just did about math and like <laughs> everything. So some people I've heard some people say this as defining truth. Truth is whatever helps slash. You have to listen carefully and think about it. Okay, truth is whatever helps slash aids in the survival of our species. No. Why not? That's not the truth. Truth is just stating how reality is. If if my leg is name broken, one truth that doesn't help in the survival of our species. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with the claim. I'm just asking, just to see yeah. your reason. Mm. okay well i have a really specific example you tell there's a cancer patient you tell them they have like one week left to live you don't sugarcoat it mm-hmm. you don't say like you may have you you you'll be fine how does that help their survival 
by just telling them they're going to die in a week because that's the that's the truth. It doesn't help their survival. It just makes their life miserable. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like how mm, I mean, I can give my own example that disproves this. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with something that, like, something that. Yeah, yeah, give an example. Shuts down your example, but I, I'm unable to. So, my example is it's a truth that I just picked up this pen. How the hell does that help our species exactly. survive? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't. But you could say for the argument, like, like so that it's a truth that the. <clears throat> There's certain truths about the universe, right? Like this earth goes around the sun, correct? Mm -hmm. So like... How it, does that help our survival? It could help our survival because the more we understand about our universe, our surroundings, etc., that will help us survive. It, just in terms of prolonging the lifetime of our... But how does knowing we revolve the sun help our survival? How? Like directly, how does it help? We could invent things just knowing that. We we yeah. could do so many things just using that as the foundation of the of other things that we can invent or I guess yeah more things that we can discover yeah so that could be an argument <clears throat> but the another thing is like we could know everything about the universe and not invent anything fine and then a fly like a species of fly could carry a virus, have no idea it's carrying a virus. Mm -hmm. We could know it's carrying a virus, but somehow unable to make a vaccine, cure, whatever, or prevention technique of, um, from the fly. And the fly could know nothing about the virus it's, that it's carrying or the universe or anything. All it knows is the basic survivals of food and stuff like that. And then infect all the human population and kill us. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 no matter the truth about the sun going around the earth didn't mean jack to the fly. <laughs> so that kind of debunks that claim. But that, that was just an interesting one I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have anything to add to that one? I don't. Can't think of anything. Uh -uh. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though. Uh -huh. How do you know it's true that you are like experiencing what you're experiencing right now? How do you know you're not just some, like, what you're doing is in essence just a dream? I don't. I don't. You don't? You never know, do you? Yeah, thinking of it that way, you don't. Because you, you could argue that it goes with consciousness and like whether you're conscious about your... What is consciousness even yeah. real? Like you could think of it that no, way. Like I would argue consciousness is the only thing that you can know for... Like not only thing, but like in terms of like free will and those kind of subjects. Consciousness in that sense is the only thing that I know is not an illusion. 
Like we have to, even if you're in a dream, like you're like, let's just say for the sake of argument that what we're doing, what we're, you're living in and experiencing right now at this moment is real. It's reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then. <clears throat> but how do you know it even is real? What if you like, you then just, just forget that for one second. Cause okay. I want to explain how consciousness is like not an illusion because even when you go into a, when you have a dream, mm-hmm. you are conscious, you are aware that you are, you are there, that you are being, if you, kind of get what you're saying even if you are taking you're on just loaded up on psychedelics and on drugs you know you are able to experience things you are being you're able to you you understand what i'm saying you you it's hard to describe but that's the one thing no matter the situation you're in you're always conscious like it can't be an illusion by any means yeah but i also don't know how we can i i guess but I was going to say we can use conscious, like knowing that you're in a conscious, that you're conscious and being conscious means that you're in reality, but that doesn't work as I just described. Cause you could, you're conscious in a dream or when you're on psychedelics and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. and hallucinating and that kind of stuff. But like, how do we know what we're in right now is reality? If it even is. I guess because of, like, the sensations. What do you mean? But I was going to say, like, what you hear, what you see, what you feel. But that wouldn't, that wouldn't apply because, like, if you look at a schizophrenic, they can hear and see their hallucinations. Like, it's vivid. Like, it's like if you were standing right there, that, that'll be their hallucination. So, like, I don't think there is a way. Yeah, and it all comes back to the brain, like the mysterious brain. It does so many, like certain people, like you said, schizophrenics, certain schizophrenics, like they, yeah. their brain is, some, they, they're, they're, I, I don't want to use malfunction, but it's wired differently, I guess, than yeah. the quote normal person or the <laughs> average person. And then their experience of reality is completely different. Yeah. So it's got, I don't even know how we would, like that goes again. How do you prove that I'm knocking on the table? It could all just be like, like a dream. And I know it sounds just stupid, yeah. but like, like, I don't know how. Can you think of any way you can know? There's no way to prove it. There's like no way to prove it. Because like the way we we are now, we we are exactly in a dream. Yeah. Well, in a dream, maybe your sensation isn't that strong and. Like a deep dream. Like, what do you mean? Like you're in a vivid dream and there's like a pizza in front of you. You're not going to smell it like you would if there was a pizza in front of you in real life. Yeah, you can. You can smell it, eat it, touch it. Here, here, but no, like you could. Yeah, do but your more. body wouldn't react. Like you wouldn't have like a slice of pizza going down your like throat into your. Like you couldn't feel it. Like was what you're saying. No, there would not be a piece. Yeah, you couldn't feel. Sorry, you could. I'm so stupid. Yeah, you couldn't feel. It. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good. I I don't know. We would have to look into that if they. You can if in dreams they can. I don't even know how they would measure it, but if people can like quote feel it it's just like mind-boggling stuff <laughs> yeah 
I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just drained your brain. Yeah, my brain is fried now. <laughs> the whole math thing was incredible. I'm just happy we got to a like reasonable conclusion on the math thing. Like our conclusion was great actually. Mm -hmm. We debunked it completely. Yeah. My god. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> the reality thing is the only thing that's stomping me. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, I think we can just recap what we talked about. You yeah. want to kind of recap and then I can add on. Yeah. So we just started off with like the basic definitions of truth. And and we basically both said that it's truth is something that's like either backed up by hard evidence like science and math. <clears throat> or it's like um, you've experienced it firsthand and it like re and truth basically is the reality. <clears throat> and then I believe we got into more of like uh, math and if it's discovered or not, because as like a lot of people consider math as like a hard truth, like all of it. And so we kind of, um, yeah, I'll let you take it from there. Like what we discovered. Kind of. So we somehow, I can't remember exactly how, but I came up, I asked Ari the question of was math discovered or invented? And then <clears throat> we took a pretty good portion of the time talking like we our original claim was math was invented yeah but then we had related it back to truth in our original definition of truth and we were bit kind of uh between our truths um discovered can they only be discovered and not invented and if if there can only be discovered then if math is invented is math even a truth then and we finally came to the conclusion of we really just had to define math and we came that we came to the conclusion that math is it's i can't even explain i think you explain it better like the caveman thing like like, like the, the, the knowing of like the knowing that there are like four things there not four i can't even like not <laughs> specifically four like the four we know just knowing that there are four sing like there are so many singular objects there like that's math like just a f complete fundamental mm -hmm. but yeah. like all this all like four knowing that it's four now that's that's language exactly. and that's what so that, the knowing that it is four like the literally the word four yeah that is not quote truth but the fact that there are you can't even say it's impossible to quantify it without saying four, but just bear with me. Like the fact that there is one, two, three, four rocks lined up on the ground. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a truth. That's truth. Yeah. So therefore math is truth and math is discovered. The math that there are this four thing things. And then we just use the language of like four F O U R to describe to quantify that and that kind of math was invented to discover the undiscovered truths of math yeah okay then after that i asked Ari the question i had wanted to ask him which was and actually rethink about it when i just restate it is um some people define truth as truth is whatever helps slash aids in the survival of our species 
And we both disagree with that claim. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. Yeah. And we came up with some examples, but that that's a kind of a claim. It's kind of complicated. It's very rare to hear, but I'd heard it somewhere. And like, it made me, it got me thinking about like what exactly truth is. And that's kind of why we did this podcast in, uh, in some sense. Mm-hmm. And then we finally, I think we concluded after that. Oh, and we also mentioned, I can't forget that there is no such thing as relative truth. That truth yeah. is either a hundred percent truth or zero percent. And anything in between we classified as just subjective. Like, the bird is beautiful, one guy says. The other guy says the bird is just disgusting and ugly. That's not that that's is, neither, of neither of them has the 100% truth. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't that just classify as 0% truth? Mm, it's not even a truth, then. It's just your opinion. So it's either 100 or 0, and the 0 is yeah. your opinion. Opinions are not neither 0 or 100. They're just... So, so you can have an opinion that's very close to the truth. So it's just, there's a timeline of zero to, not timeline, but like number line of zero to a hundred. And then like 90 is just a subjective opinion, but it's very close to the truth. Yeah. And then you can have. But it's still 0% truth. But it's still zero. It's still zero. Yeah. But it's accuracy may be a little higher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we ultimately came to the conclusion that truths cannot be relative. 100% 100% truths that sounds stupid but truths are there are always 100% you can't classify something as a truth when it's not 100% so mm-hmm. truths are not relative they're relativism that's that's bs it's piffle mm-hmm. nonsense um yeah so that was some t- somewhere in the middle and then came to math and then the final question and then lastly i can't forget this we asked each other how do we know that the reality like, quote reality we are living in now is truly reality yeah then couldn't come to a conclusion on that. that that'll probably be another episode once we research more and get to understand it better because mm-hmm. i can't even i don't know because i i explained the consciousness stuff and like how we can be conscious we're fully conscious in any situation whether it's a dream or if we're on psychedelics and hallucinated versus yeah. our so-called reality so that's and then we 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 kind of concluded on that ambiguous to us at least that ambiguous question and thought and then yeah do you have anything to add no man that fried my brain i am done <laughs> did this fry your brain more than the free will slash death penalty one probably because really? we came to a pretty good conclusion on that. I'm still pretty stumped on the... Like the death penalty one, like, not death, like the free will one, like you wouldn't think about it. But once you actually get to, like you're um, like exposed to the idea, it, you it kind, you kind of make sense of it. Yeah, you absorb and, it. Yeah. This is like, like it, it's just, it's more like just confusing in the sense. Yeah, like, it is confusing. It's like, wow. Like it's hard to articulate more than like. Yeah. So yeah, I think that. That pretty much wraps it up, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. that. No, that was a great two episode series. I would say it's really mind boggling again. Well, it was just one episode, right? Really. Yeah, but okay. two part, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, do you want to say anything, Sahith, or should we just call it? 
I think that's it. I think we can yeah. call it. So thank you for watching. We hope you watch next time. Yeah. See you yeah. next time.